welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the GM, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name is Adam. I play as Vons in this podcast. We both use he, him pronouns, and uh, Vons is having some warm, fuzzy dreams right now. Oh. I'm Erin. I play Erisene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her exclusively. And Ericene's feeling pretty good. She got a, she got to spend the night with Photios, you know? It's always, it's always good times. Big old cowman body. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the wizard halfling. The halfling wizard. Anyway, we use, we both use uh, she, her pronouns. I don't know what Wealthy's doing right now, but I think she's going to wake up hung over from hell. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist. Uh, both of us use he/him pronouns. Uh, right now, Grix is uh, Grix had a fun time, but Grix is ready to uh, go back to uh, regular daily life. Yeah, from the lockdown. And before we forget, because we don't do anything at the bottom of the show, at the top of the show, we have been reminded that rating and reviews are things that people do. Would encourage you to do that if you enjoy the show. <laughs> This is the first episode that we've released, or that we've recorded since we started releasing our episodes. Oh yeah, that's Which news. Is... Have fun doing that mental math, listeners. I have a recap! Erin, would you like to do the recap? Yes, I would. After Vons and Erisene kissed, Vons was feeling extremely dazed and took a dare from Grix to go forage for more snacks with Alara. The two adventurers broke into a corner store and came back with an armful of, like, insect snacks or something? Uh. Bonds repaired the broken-into door with magic glue so that the door is closed. Now. Forever. Maybe. They left a note signed with Curiosity's name, saying, Sorry! Back at Curiosity's apartment with the truth or dare or drink... Grix stayed out of the drama, but Erisene invited it with a question to Jaspar about his feelings about being too young for curiosity. Wealthy invited the drama by asking Tilia if Erisene was always this stuck up. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, it was real awkward. <laughs> then when everyone went to bed, Erisene and Photios had a talk about her racist family and his complicated ex-girlfriend and child situation. Finally... Wealthy got a secret from the GM. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Good. Keep doing that. <laughs> I will never forget. I will always want to know. And it will take everything in my power to not listen past when you told us to take our headphones off. <laughs> when that episode comes out. Secret is that Wealthy has been a ghost this entire time. <laughs> a ghost because, as I said at the end of last session, Wealthy died. That's what happened while you weren't listening. Wealthy was ready to die, and she's going to be ready to die of embarrassment when she wakes up. Yeah, that's I was going to say, embarrassment is lethal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Embarrassment easily does, like, 3d12 damage. It's, uh, it's some rough shit. Yeah. Well, speaking of waking up, we were blind ever so lightly, ever so slightly, from the scene with Wealthy at the end of last episode to slightly earlier when people aren't actually awake yet. Hey, Grix. Yeah, what's up? You're having wonderful dreams of... What does Grix dream of when it's a good dream? 
and not a weird haunting nightmare. <laughs> Grick's dreams of um pipes that work correctly. <laughs> does he does he have dreams of a Scrooge McDuck uh pool of coffee beans? No, no, no. Electric sheep? No. Uh, I was gonna say like uh Rube, Rube Goldberg contraptions. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm thinking like the old procedurally generated screensavers, but like <laughs> a Rube Goldberg one where it's just like, okay, this ball's going down a tunnel. Now it trips a thing that flips up and hits a thing that was on a spring, and, and it's just like that. Grix is having wonderful dreams of Rube Goldberg devices and the knocking over of dominoes. Anyone awake might see my leg uh, like twitching a little bit like a dog's. Aw. Well, I'm part dog. Uh, well, you you are very, well, you're not super gently woken up, but someone is shaking you. Ah, yeah, what's up? What, what's up? Hey, hey, Grix. It's Elpita. Ah, hey, what's up? You want to help me make breakfast? Uh, yeah, what are we making? Pancakes. Pancakes? Yeah, but... Oh, all right, yeah, that sounds good. But, but we gotta go do it in Curiosity's apartment, because Dad doesn't like me cooking unsupervised. Well, you're not, you're not unsupervised. I'm here. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Neither of you are tall enough to reach over the stove. I'm an adult. This can't possibly go wrong. I say with confidence. Nope. Nothing has ever gone wrong with a nine-year-old cooking. With a kobold. Also, before I forget, Elpita is in the world's largest nightshirt. It has a clumsily embroidered flower on it that is probably embroidered by someone who has roughly been walked through the process of embroidering and then just kind of went for it. Sure. <laughs> Do you have something to say, Aaron? <laughs> no, she just wants to whimper about it. That's fair. No, I just want to whimper about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I, which, which apartment is, is least crowded? Because I don't want to try to, like, disturb people. I think Curiosity Department's slightly more crowded, because I have a feeling that when Wealthy found a potted plant to fall asleep on the floor behind, that was probably in Curiosity's apartment. And Alvin and May are over there, so... Sure. Okay. Um, in that case, I'll, 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 I really will, like, push that we stay here and just do it here. Okay. So, welcome to the Pancake Making Challenge. All right. A minigame. Yeah. So... You're putting together ingredients in a world without Bisquick. And working with a nine-year-old who probably doesn't quite remember how to do this. Grix, please make an intelligence check to make sure there's not something super fucking weird going into these pancakes. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, man. Are there bonuses to masterwork pancakes? <laughs> um, so I got a 23, <laughs> and it's a highlighted stat. Okay, what that's going to do is give you a plus 1d6 on the next two checks. Yes! Cool, so you you get all the ingredients, you even figure out... I imagine pancakes are a semi-frequent thing over in the Cobalt Warrens. Potato flour is cheap, and pancakes are easy to make for 5 jillion people. So, you've done this before. It's old hat, you... Definitely make sure things like eggshells do not go into the batter as it is made. Uh -huh. <laughs> and get everything together in like very good proportions. Yeah. Cool. So, next up, 
you end up being in charge of actually like manning the skittle. Skillet called skillet. 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 I mean, griddle. I love like griddle too. I was trying to think of griddle, and ended up in the middle griddle. of skillet and griddle. Griddle and skillet. Yeah. Skittle. Skittles on the griddle. Ah, oh, that's my favorite bluegrass song. <laughs> so, Grix, you now need to keep these things from essentially burning, catching on fire, all of that. All right. So, we're talking dexterity. Um, while also juggling the fact that a young child is helping to pour pancake batter, which might get tricky. Yep, dexterity is a great stat for this. You can also try to justify anything else and go with that if you want. Mm. No, I think that makes the most sense. Okay, remember to um, add a d6 on top of your normal bonuses. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why can't I roll like this when we're fighting? <laughs> okay so remember last time i got 23 yeah well that was not quite the maximum i could get the maximum i can get is a 24 and this time i got a 24 it's not a highlighted stat though with the d6 with the d6 cool um shit all right you cook these just right do an excellent job and lastly Tell me what Grix does to make these pancakes just picture perfect. What's the Grix twist to pancakes? Ooh, Grix twist on pancakes. Grix twist on pancakes. So I imagine that the best sweetener here in uh, in this city is going to be like uh, some kind of like uh, honey, because sugar cane is uh, takes up a lot of space. Uh, maple requires trees. We don't have a lot of that. Um, so Beet I'm sugar. And we need we need pollinate oh yeah beet sugar that too Ooh, beet sugar oh that's even better yeah so these are purple pancakes yes ah uh... yeah because there wouldn't be a bleaching process <laughs> yeah they're they're like super super purple like neon purple and i really like i add in a few extra things that i find to like enhance the just how brightly colored these are all right. Um, that's probably another intelligence check. Okay. Like, you succeed at doing it. You've done this before, but, like, it's more of a how well do you do. Okay, well, my crazy luck didn't quite hold up, but it's still pretty good. Uh, 14 highlighted stat. Okay, and you added your level yep. and all that. Cool. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. You have made delicious neon purple colored pancakes sweet and succeeded in spite of being assisted by a young child and neither of you being tall enough to use this counter without like a step ladder well i figure i i do a i do a you know hands hand crossed hand crossed fingers hand uh, up uh leg boost yeah and i also imagine that that's safe right Staying next to a hot stove. <laughs> you can also probably find some boxes or something to stand on. Sure. Yeah. A precarious pile of books. <laughs> that is exactly what happens. Well, curiosity is a gnome. Yeah, but they're still in um, Photius's apartment. Fewer people, at least crowdedness-wise. So you succeeded at pancakes and not dying while making pancakes. 
Ah, uh, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna announce it? Why'd you like to do in the Cobalt, uh, uh, Warren? Uh, clap my hands loudly together and go, Rob's ready! <laughs> wow, these are a really cool color. Thanks, Grix. Yeah, thank you. You didn't even set anything on fire this time. High five. You got a high five. All right. It's pretty fucking sweet. I noticed we're not rolling initiative to get food first, so Vons is just no, going you to like... No, all tried to kill each other yet for yeah. food for some reason. <laughs> well, because you restocked us last night. It's thanks to you. Yeah, uh, Vons, at the speed of sound, you are the first person to hear this from slightly less of a distance away than everyone else. Ah. So you wake up. Vons, how are you feeling? Uh, probably that kind of like weird dopey happy that you get when you wake up next to somebody for the first time. Probably gonna like elbow her a, a bit and be like, hey, um, food, food time. And just kind of like, how how does she respond? Is she is she responsive to nudging? Uh, roll a d six and call it higher or low. Two. Okay. Is that good? You kind of elbow her right in the face. <laughs> no, you, you elbow her just fine, um, and gently enough, but you still get a ah. <laughs> she like rolls off the couch into a crouch. Also, is a puffball. <laughs> <laughs> looks around brain catches up realizes this is not an alarm at the order of the lily or something like that goes oh hi yay food very curious to see if she's as food motivated as i am Ooh, what kind of food pancakes yes <laughs> hopefully we scurry over there at about the same speed yeah you kind of make your way over continuing by the speed of sound rule uh aristine you wake up. Mm. Was that Grex? Photios has not awakened in any way <laughs> and is still dead asleep. <laughs> I cozy up to him and just like don't go out because I'm I'm tired. I'm too tired. Okay. Our... Doesn't even occur to me that like. I should go out. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> Someone said food. I don't care. And last but not least, Wealthy, you were cozy behind this fern. The fern was your friend. No, the f no. Um, Alvin and May dragged me. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I knew they got you somewhere. I couldn't remember if it actually removed you from behind the plant or if they just yeah they basically got me out from behind the plant perhaps cool. wealthy had just kept the fern with her holding on to it the entire time <laughs> yeah yeah you wake up clutching a fern as if it was a stuffed animal <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, you're waking up in part because you see that curiosity is kind of going on the, around the room shaking people awake a little bit and all right by the way, Curiosity's pajama situation is exactly what you'd imagine. It's one of those, like, really skimpy robe things that ends, like, upper thigh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I love it. He pulls it off. He... <laughs> <laughs> Curiosity is my favorite side character. <laughs> okay, so I'm in between Alvin and May, and I'm laying there, and I'm trying to think, and I'm trying to think. And I'm trying... Oh, my God, no. What did I do last? Oh, shit. 
okay, and my, I just, my whole face turns bright red, and I make this really, really low, soft whimper of despair. Yet somehow it wakes the rest of the room. <laughs> I'm gonna, I've, I've got my eyes covered with my hands, and I'm gonna, because I wanted to avoid seeing everything that Curiosity was gonna show me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lift him enough to see whether or not the door's accessible. Shockingly, a portcullis has not dropped between the living room and the door. <laughs> it may be trapped, you haven't checked for that, but <laughs> you can Oh man, it's been so long since anybody's checked for traps. Adam, why the fuck do you keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> Because I've been listening to the earlier episodes. <laughs> Adam's just angling for someone to hit a tripwire and have several explosions go off. Not while I'm in line for pancakes, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're um, the one who steps on the exact wrong tile and hears a click. Because <laughs> <laughs> Photius really needs to have a booby-trapped kitchen tile. Roll over May, and I'm going to stand up and make my way to the door, and then the smell of those heavenly pancakes is going to hit, and my stomach is going to go, and I imagine everybody is going to look at me. All right. Hey, everyone. Wealthy walks in the door. Yeah. Do you all behold her? Oh, shit. That's not what I meant to do. Yeah, Vaughn's just has his nose right up to the stove. Ericene is not mm -hmm. there. Ah, Wealthy, can I flap you a jack? Yeah. Yeah, I could use a, I could use a pancake or twenty. Oh, twenty, yeah, sounds good. Here you go. How many are there on the plate? A reasonable amount. Okay, I'm a halfling. Like a like a like a head sized amount. Okay, okay, I can handle that for the next four or five minutes. Right. I'm gonna take it. and I'm gonna go back behind the fern, and I'm just gonna go sit there, and uh, you know, I'm gonna eat my pancakes. Oh, so you go back over to Curiosity's place. No, I'm going to find another fern, and I'm going to sit behind it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the pancakes were made in Vodios's apartment. It doesn't matter. I'm just behind a plant. I'm just behind a plant trying to not, because I can't, I, I don't know whether or not the, I assume that the storm warning's over, but I don't really, you know. That's actually a valid concern. Is the storm warning over? Uh, Yeah, it was kind of in the last few seconds of our previous episode. Yeah, you all kind of woke up around like 3 a.m. to the sound of the all clear and then went back to sleep because it's one of those things where... Might as well just finish off. I'm not going to get up and go back home. Yeah, exactly. But all the way home just because the storm's over. And most of you, you've all lived here your whole lives in this weird military fort city. Like, you're used to waking up just enough to hear what the alarm means and then if it's not bad, you just go back to sleep. <laughs> Well, Photios didn't wake up to kick us all out, so... Also that. Photios wasn't asleep at that point. <laughs> Went on that long, huh? Is there subtext I was missing? <laughs> hey, you know, my brain did a lot of things hmm? with we make out for a while and do stuff that doesn't get Erisene pregnant and then go to sleep. You know? Oh, was that the exact phrase? A lot of stuff that could happen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Wealthy, before we go any further, can you please make a constitution check for me, please? 
constitution uh, oh no see i think you got the drunkest by by far a good bit in this group yeah whopping 11 all right you are hungover but it's within the manageable not going to give you some active minuses hungover <laughs> <laughs> like you feel like shit and you're deeply embarrassed but you don't take an ongoing minus one <laughs> for the next several hours Again, shout out to the Red Dragon Inn Guide to Instant Taverns, one of my favorite third party. I'm going to throw out that I've got seven first aid concoctions and they're all for sale. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to scalp your friends? I mean, not really. Kind of depends on how bad she needs it. Suggested donation. No, this is this is a this is for good. Yeah. Esmeralda and Laura wandering. You got everyone here now except Photios and Ericene. Speaking of which, I, uh, I sneak over and uh, st uh, put a put a plate of pancakes by the door. Big, big, tall plate of pancakes. You are blown past by a nine-year-old who is just going to walk into this room. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I grab her and uh, and do the like the cool scoop up onto the shoulders. She's taller I was gonna than say, you. I, I think. think she's at least your size or taller. Yeah. Yeah, she is. But still, you can grab her and she will stop. He's a kobold. He's pretty strong. But that really explains why she uh, went to him, because the the kids, they, they love the, the individuals that, are, that they feel connection with, especially via height. Yeah, also I made the googly birds. Yeah, I can say, Grix also hung out with her and gave her an entire fucking illusion show, so. Aww. You have won this child's heart. <laughs> Sweet. But okay, so you stop her. Uh, what's up, Crix? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna leave these, uh, these, these, these pancakes here for him. Uh, gonna, gonna wake up real hungry, and, uh, yeah. It's fine. Let him sleep in. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Ah, uh, it was a long night. Your dad's, your dad's had enough. <laughs> uh, he had to, he had to put up with all of us for all night. You seem nice, but okay. No, thanks. Still a lot. All right, come on. Let's uh, let's go out and uh, see what the others are up to. <laughs> well, I don't get to do my evil plan then, because Grix is a good person. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm in someone else's house. I'm uh, and there are there are enough people around. I would have put my like I would have at least put my dress back on <laughs> to sleep in. That's fair. <laughs> Cool. So you eventually wake up. Congratulations. Are you awake? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear Grix say that there's food? Is that why my whole place smells like pancakes? I don't know. Does it not usually smell like pancakes? No. We should go check on that. Okay. I had fun. I have a legitimate question. Huh? Can you tell when something smells like pancakes? Can you literally say, oh, that's pancakes, as opposed to blueberry muffins? I I do not smell anything. I have no sense of smell. And literally, when somebody says, I smell pancakes, I'm like, how? What 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 is what is that experience like? How can you differentiate it from cow shit? I just don't understand. That, because the Maillard effect because the Maillard effect has occurred on pancakes and it hasn't occurred on blueberry muffins. They're going to be very similar. Okay, so pancakes are an open cook, 
and there's like a grease involved most of the time. So when when you can tell with somebody's mm-hmm, cooking pancakes mm-hmm. because there's like that tone of grease and there's a tone of like carbs that have crystallized and uh, sugared, like caramelized within the pan, right? That's that's mm-hmm, absolutely mm-hmm. thing that you can pick up yes. on the nose. Uh, if it's baking, you can't tell that something has been baking until the oven's been opened. And at that, there's going to be an amount of caramelization still, but it's going to be more aerated at that point because it's already mixed within the oven. It's Yeah, it, it'll be a wetter. It'll be a wetter thing, whereas uh, uh, pancakes are a smokier thing. Uh-huh. OK, I can I can see that. The general core smell for both, though, will be like sweet and bready okay yes but mm-hmm. but then the difference is that sweeter they than toast yeah yeah okay i'm sorry i didn't mean to I, i'm sorry ian i didn't mean to derail the conversation it was just for the first time in a long long time i was just like i don't understand oh no there's <laughs> value there fascinating this yeah. is an yeah. audio format yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of our listeners now get to have a better understanding about uh, what we're describing as smell. <laughs> and any of our listeners who can't smell. <laughs> yeah, but most people smell pancakes. And now everybody And hungry. I've never smelled pancakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. In this rich fantasy world, Photios is a minotaur. And so may have a better sense of smell than us mere mortals. He is a magical creature. Or is this just about nose size? As are we all. The dare scene experience some of the magic last night. <laughs> Can't purr. But if I could purr, I would purr. As someone who can barely whistle, I understand and support you. <laughs> In terms of, I need to be able to make this vocalization and can't. Waking up, Phileos was confused vaguely about why the apartment smells like pancakes. Immediately followed by a record scratch, a freeze frame. <laughs> Several minute long voiceover conversation. <laughs> and we now resume. Um, I am gonna like slip out, kinda, you know, make sure nothing's like you know, just make sure I can be seen in public enough, uh, and then, you know, go out. Yeah, I think I think Photios is pretty much right behind you, although he does have a moment of like, oh, it's not just like, you know, family members and people I'm super close to. I should probably remember doing things like put on a shirt <laughs> and otherwise be a functional uh-huh. person <laughs> or a more functional person. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Cool. Do you eat pancakes? Um, I'll have like a couple of pancakes, but I'm not really hungry. Cool. There is also coffee and such. It's great. Everyone's eating pancakes. It's morning. Through various trials and tribulations, you are finally out of lockdown. Is there anything people want to do before they all go home? Or go on about their day in some other way? I want to studiously avoid Erisene. I'm letting Wealthy just, like, have her, have her, like, you know, I don't want to talk to Erisene times, because clearly none of what I ever, like, nothing I said last night was at all a good thing for her so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna avoid her <laughs> yeah. which i want everybody listening to understand that it is in no way erisine's fault that wealthy is uncomfortable 
And I want everyone to understand that uh, Ericene definitely feels like she fucked up something <laughs> really badly. <laughs> she doesn't know what. She's going to have to think about it a lot. But she really definitely thinks something went very, very wrong and it's her fault. <sighs> it's going to be a blast. But all right, if that's all. Because Wealthy's so nice. And then she just kept acting like such a bitch after she said that she's in love with me so like how could those two things be related at all i probably did something either that or or wealthy was just just has to learn to live with the whole issue but the thing is like ericene this happens to ericene a lot like suddenly somebody that she got along with really well will just start being an asshole to her and she's just like and she's never figured out why She's like, I said something. I must have said something. And she, like, sometimes, usually she knows exactly what she said. But she's done a lot of changing lately. And so maybe she said something and didn't notice that she said something. <laughs> okay. Well, I just wanted, I wanted understood that that uh, that as a player, I do not think it's wealthy. It's it's uh, Ericene's fault. As a player, I don't think that Ericene did anything really terrible. I think she was a little insensitive, but that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron thinks that it was just an extremely stressful night for Wealthy, and she maybe didn't handle that no. great. No, it was extremely st well, stressful. It was the first time for her, and she just went, you know, it, she didn't handle it well. And now she's very embarrassed for several reasons. One of them being that she admitted to Ericene that she liked her, and the other being that she was an asshole after Ericene kind of blew her off. As some in-character variation of these thoughts bounce through your head, <laughs> everyone kind of goes and, you know, says their goodbyes and gets rolling after food is had and stuff like that. And I assume you're all kind of going your own way, doing your own thing at this point, but if someone wants to do something besides that, that is fine. Um... Also, I think it's Sunday, but don't quote me on that. I'm guessing that Jaspar and I think that Jaspar and Tilia are are still around. Is that correct? Yes. I'm gonna say anyone you still want to talk to has not left yet. It's just <laughs> assuming you want to talk to them. Yeah, basically all of you can press X to end the scene whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love say, it. Perfect. It's a camp scene. <laughs> I love it. We are 100% in a JRPG right now. Just have to figure out what genre it is. Yeah, Tilly and Jasper are totally still there. Actually, I snuck out the door and um, I'm waiting outside the the, the building uh, for Alvin and May because I figure I'll walk to the university with them. Okay. Um, I think they will pick up that you left and probably be ready to go themselves because they barely know anybody here, really. And, you know, say thanks to people and bye to all of you and then we'll head out and meet up with wealthy and you all can start on your way back to the university and back inside ericene you were talking to jasper and tilia presumably or just observing them from afar and planning your death attack one of the two How, what is the vibe between jasper and curiosity this morning make a wisdom check wisdom because okay. Ian's mean like that, none of us have yeah. a wisdom as a I primary attribute. I can't convince you that charisma would be a good one. I feel like in this case, you're not you're not really able to ask anybody, and there's not like a room you're working right now. You're just working off like I am looking at people and trying to pick up okay. their signals. Um, I rolled an eleven. 
uh, plus four for wisdom plus level, so that's a 15. You're not positive, but things at least seem more relaxed than they were last night between the two of them. But it's not like they're like leaning on each other, being a lovey-dovey, or like sitting on opposites of the room, you know, facing the corners and with their arms crossed and being grumpy or hiding behind each other. But like they're talking a little bit more often when you do badger, when everyone badgered them too. They seem to actually be chatting sure. a little bit kind of off to the side while they're eating food. I'm just gonna like say to Dios, once I've finished eating my like two pancakes and having a, a cup of coffee, I guess I should probably get going. I'm sure my grandparents are freaking out as always. Are we still on for Wednesday? Uh, Yeah, definitely. And Thank you for coming feels like the wrong thing to say because it was a lockdown, but, you know. No, thank you for coming. <laughs> I was trying to drive past that. <laughs> oh, well. um, all of you stop making this episode harder to edit, but all right. So that is your response. <laughs> Does he blush? I'm guessing yeah, he blushes. Yeah, it's a little harder to tell with Minotaurs, but yeah. Really nice to spend this time with you and thank you for being cool about everything and also your friends maybe seem like an interesting bunch this is not what i would have expected after having met all of them like once yeah second time is usually more interesting with almost anyone anyway don't get me wrong i thought i was gonna be working a night shift and then everything happened yeah honestly probably better for it this is much more interesting than standing outside of leviatar's seat oh god speaking of that don't worry about what I asked you. The to like help me with the uh being the big tough person. Are you sure? Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't want to get you mixed up in whatever the fuck it is. Well, I <laughs> I really don't want to get you involved with whatever the fuck it is. Well, I appreciate that, but if you if you need it, you can always, you know, come find me, I guess. Send a rat. Whatever. Basically, Offer still open if you need it. Okay. I'll let you know. But if everything goes even remotely okay, I won't. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you. I'll see you Wednesday. Hey. And I'm gonna just like standing on my tiptoes, balance on his like, yeah. arm, and kiss him on the cheek. He gives you a full on kiss if you're up for it. <laughs> Ooh. And then I like turn and. What is Tilia doing? <laughs> Tilia looks so bad right now. <laughs> Tilia is hungover to the nth degree. So she is watching you, but is not because, you know, she's kind of watching everyone. That's kind of all she can do. Yeah, that's kind of where she's at functionally. She is making friends with this cup of coffee, not quite collapsing directly into it, but kind of on the borderline. <laughs> I go, uh, hey, Tilia. If you leave right now with me, I will give you a piggyback ride back to the spires. Or, back to the gemwood. Ugh. Ericene knows where she lives. Aaron doesn't remember where Ericene lives. <laughs> that would be totally great. <laughs> Thank you. And then I'll I'll just give Photios, like, another sort of, like, spur of the moment, like, mm -hmm. little hug. And, um... You know, s sort of strap Tilia to my back as we have done many times before <laughs> and head on out and just head All on right. out I'll kind of like 
give like a questioning look to Jaspar, and if he wants to come with us, he's also well. He's not the one who gives piggyback rides to Tilia, so. I'm gonna say I think he's not quite done like eating it and kind of just gives you the I'll catch up kind of wave. Okay. Um, I say bye to everyone else. Um, and then I, uh, we just All head right, out. So you're on your way back home to your grandparents, everyone's favorite person, people. Grix, did you want to do anything before you headed out? Uh, no, I don't think so. Cool. You roll on out. Yep. And last but not least, Vons. Uh, I think Vons just asks Green what she's up to for the rest of the day, if she has plans. Got plans? Got plans for the day? A uh, little bit. I have to go do some church stuff, and then I should probably go see Percy. It's been a couple days, and he gets antsy. <laughs> I see what you did there. Because he's a beetle. Okay. I'll, I'll... But this was nice. It super was. Thank you for the company and blushes from their just blushy face. <laughs> blushy face fox. Yeah. Um. Are we still on for Fantasy Wednesday? Oh! There's a Fantasy Wednesday? Yeah, um, the dumpster. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We made this date like 10 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, why am I getting a headache? That's weird. Yes. Yeah. Why is my nose bleeding? <laughs> uh, dumpster, 8 p.m., I think. Yes, 8 p.m., maybe some nachos. Yeah. Or I hear they're working on a chimichanga. If they can get their fryer working. We'll just have to see. It'll be an adventure. Yeah. Vons is uh, visibly happy. Little little derpy. Sorry, little derpier than usual. <laughs> and then uh, casually just kind of sweeps underneath the kitchen oven to see if you can find any proteins there. You do not find any. Uh, well, all right. Guess he's just going to saunter on down the uh the trail uh good to know that Fodios keeps a clean kitchen at least yeah um i think as you go green goes hey wait a second and grabs your arm oh can i kiss you is that okay uh vons responds immediately by kissing her sweet the sweet was the narrator not green (laughs) (laughs) you know you have that you morning kisses like uh polite pack well, no, a little more yeah. than a peck, because I mean they did like in a in a technical sense sleep together, it, or yeah. in the literal sense. I, I'm not sure which you used there. But yeah, I'm not. I get you. Cool. Um, so you two share that, and it sounds like they were chased. They were. Yeah, but intimacy intimacy was established. Yeah. Intimacy was established, but a chased intimacy was established. Yeah, and you. And that's the episode title. well i'm not sure that applies across the board it's pretty good though (laughs) so bonds gets on his way green gets on her way presumably with alara and everyone rolls out bonds does that quick check over his shoulder to see if she's looking back yeah she gives you a little wave and a smile and you go down on the road last thing before we wrap up hey grix yeah what's up you're walking home. You're tired. You're not super tired, but you know, you're ready to be home. You're kind of yeah, overstretched, all of that. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, at 11. It's not a highlighted stat. In your ear to the point you swear you can feel their breath on your ear, your hole probably for Grix. Uh, you hear, go down. 
and when you look, there is no one there. Also make an intelligence check. I look around. Is there a down? I look down. What's down? Presumably down is... Uh, I rolled I rolled a 17 for intelligence, and that's a highlighted stat. Nice. So you piece together that, one, Grixis Hellasmar, congratulations, two. <laughs> uh, you piece together that down below you is, one, the maintenance levels, because that's the only thing below you when you're in the warrens at this point, right. are maintenance levels and tunnels. And two, that you are standing directly above that conduit where your accident happened a while ago whoa that's freaky yeah or it could be tiny tiny bugs inside your ear it could be a really sneaky messenger rat just fucking with you and having mastered human speech does grix like what does grix need to roll to properly cotton swab his ear do you shake it off and just you know continue on your way or do you want to poke around or i'm gonna look around like i'm gonna poke around and see if i can like, is someone, is someone pulling my leg? Uh, you poke around pretty thoroughly. You know, you... There was no one really standing near you at the time. The people that you see around you, like, none of them were particularly close to you or, like, you know, are very obviously, like, turning away or anything like that. Um, yeah, you can't seem to find any sign of anyone that would be pulling your leg or anything like that. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely freaked out, and uh, I will I will head on home, but I'm... I'm like looking over my shoulder and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm freaked out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So on that, we will draw our scene. Hey everyone, Grix made some fucking fantastic pancakes. Yay! Also, you all gained a lot of EP. Is what they're called in the book, which clearly stands for emotion points and not experience <laughs> points. Well, um, in this case, that's all it could stand for. But much like a third grade teacher. I have come up with reasons why you all gain enough to level. First off, Fawns, you were so awkward last night that you suddenly feel better about how you handle yourself in literally ever every other facet of your life and gain some confidence. <laughs> you level. <laughs> I hope my therapist is listening. <laughs> Wealthy, you got sloppy drunk, spilled your guts to someone you had a big crush on and or loved, and got rejected. That's certainly an experience. It's a lot of experiences. You level. Yay! <laughs> Grix, mm-hmm. your magical display and juggling all of that illusion magic um, for so long, because that was a pretty long show and complex that you put on, caused some stuff tired. to kind of click in the back of your brain as far as how to expand your illusion magic, kind of how to hold things a little better, stuff like that. You level. Mm-hmm. And Erisene. Someone, wealthy, spilled their guts to you, and you got to deal with all of that and had a bit of a moment, retroactively, (laughs) going, what happened? Um, You were surprised by the fact that the person you're dating has a kid, and handled that pretty well. And you also ended up sleeping with said person you were dating during a friggin' lockdown, after one date. That's all worth jack shit. You kissed Fonz, though. And Fonz (laughs) is magically delicious. (laughs) Like... Like the rarest of candies, and you level from that. Vaughn's got that flavor. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was it was brave enough knowing what you probably saw him eating shortly before that uh, visit. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was like 70% the pancakes. But the rest of that, you know, got you up the top. And we will deal with that either off air or next time. That's it. And listener, I guess we'll see you next week. Yay, episode over. Sawa.
primary attribute was imagined and brought to you by the people you just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions? Comments? Feedback? Email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our deep, dank memes. Castles and Crusades was published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam, editing this week by Wit. Thanks, Wit. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. I need a t-shirt that says I gave your mom a link to your podcast. Oh my god, that is fucking evil. That's very evil. good. <laughs> <laughs>